Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a blueprint for creating an experience-led organization, now available on Amazon and other retailers. This is Greg Kilstrom with the Agile World Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about understanding the voice of the customer. A key aspect of optimizing your customer experience is creating a consumer-centric mindset, both in your organization and throughout the buying process. Doing this requires listening to the customer and really understanding what they want, um, their feedback about your products and services, as well as their other needs and requirements. We refer to this as the voice of the customer, or VOC. So there's three types of feedback that are incorporated into the voice of the customer, and I'm going to talk about those here now. Similarly, um, we could take this approach with employees um, and really call it the, the voice of the employee. I'm primarily going to talk about customers, but this can definitely apply to employee experience as well. So the first type of feedback is called explicit feedback. This is uh, information and feedback that an organization gathers directly from a customer. It's explicitly related to their experience. So a few examples would be taking a survey, um, doing direct research, receiving complaints or other feedback through customer service channels, uh, net promoter score or NPS might be uh, probably the most common implementation of this. So any type of anytime you are asking for or getting direct feedback uh, from a customer, that's what we refer to as explicit feedback. It's valuable because you're able to see, you know, get this direct contact and hear exactly in the in the customer's words in many cases uh, what their feedback is. The only downside is, uh, you know, as as I've experienced in my career and many others um, share as well. A lot of times the feedback that you're going to get uh, the most is going to be negative, you know, specific negative feedback. Um, it's much less likely that someone will simply write to say, I really like this product. They may, if they're ecstatic about it, they might say something, but um, it's less likely that you're going to hear written or read written feedback that is, um, you know, just good or very good or, or things like that. So it's something to keep in mind, but it's, it is very important to be able to hear uh, customers in their own words talk about your product or service and, and, and things like that. The second type of feedback is uh, indirect feedback. So this is information that customers provide or are gathered by third-party channels. So this could be uh, review sites like Yelp or Amazon, could be social media comments or, or sentiment analysis, or even conversational anecdotes shared during customer service calls or chats. So it's things that aren't specifically recorded uh, by your company, but uh, that are shared on, you know, on these channels like the ones that I mentioned. 
we look at a lot of indirect feedback from channels as part of our work. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty crucial thing. Um, in some ways, uh, places like review sites are a quote unquote safe space to give feedback. So even, you know, in the employee experience world, uh, comparably or Glassdoor are two examples where employees feel a little freer to leave feedback sometimes than they might on their own company's uh, communication channels. It offers a, a chance for people to to voice their concerns, or you know, in some cases, um, voice great things about the company as well. Same thing with customers, uh, Yelp, Amazon, all of these Google Maps, all of these types of things allow uh, people to leave feedback, and while not always completely anonymous, uh, it gives them kind of the cover of they don't have to talk directly to the store owner, and yet their feedback gets heard. Uh, it's valuable because, you know, consumers will speak differently because these channels are, are again, a little bit removed and, and perceived to be neutral. They may not share the full extent of, of frustrating things directly, but uh, yet with these places, they, they, they feel a little more comfortable. The third kind of feedback and final kind of feedback is implicit feedback. So this is, um, as, as its name would suggest, it's not explicit feedback, and therefore it must be inferred based on things that you can measure. So usually it's things that are related to a process, um, a step in the journey, uh, history, uh, you know, on the customer side, it's their purchase history or um, how long it takes to complete a process. Unlike explicit feedback, where the metrics are very direct and specific and the feedback is, is very specific, um, often, you know, in words, implicit would include things like, uh, you know, how long it takes to complete a process or the number of steps it takes them to successfully complete a, a checkout, like an e-commerce checkout or something like that. Implicit feedback generally involves measuring a process that involves several steps and potentially crosses several channels. So, uh, you know, an easy thing to measure would be website traffic or what someone does on your website. But more important would be, you know, what, how do they get there? What do they do? Again, to use the, the e-commerce example, does it take them a while to figure out how to check out and, and purchase something? Or do they have a lot of questions? Do they access your online chat before they do anything? What does it look like? What are you able to, uh, you know, ascertain by... Um, by seeing and observing their behavior um, instead of, uh, you know, no, not necessarily exactly what they're saying, but it's it's what they're doing and what you can figure out from that. So it looks more holistically at the customer experience or the overall experience, um, or, you know, at the very least, uh, an entire step in the larger process, as I mentioned, across, you know, different channels, as opposed to explicit feedback, which is really looking at a single data point um, without a lot of background or, or reference sometimes. Or it's looking, you know, explicit feedback is looking at specific words used or, or things like that. Implicit feedback offers a great opportunity to look at the big picture and to optimize. For instance, if you see that, you know, drop-off during that e-commerce checkout is, is increasing over time, uh, you have an issue that can be addressed. You can take small steps, you can optimize it, um, you can shorten unnecessary, unnecessary fields in a form, for instance, or, or things like that. Um, 
often the feedback that you'll get when you ask someone a question, it may not be so, um, so easily solvable. It may be something a little more complex. So using all of these things together um, is really where the value is. One of them alone, uh, you know, explicit, indirect, or implicit, is not going to give you the full picture. But you know, trying to uh, better understand and tying these things together can really help you understand what you can do, how you can optimize things, and ultimately improve. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Agile World Podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. Until next week, stay agile.